speaking of violated, uh, hey, look, that, that got stand section, that was a tough one, tough, tough, tough. I'm pretty sure at one point the uh, got stand section caused my saddle to impregnate me. Um, so I'm still waiting on test results there. Uh, but that was so tough. It took me a long time to get down there. Um, and I was uh, having some choice words for, for Dave Pryor and company for putting that section in there. But candidly, once you were done, it was like, oh, wow, that was cool. Can't wait to come back and do it again next year and see if I can beat my time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dirty Chain podcast brought to you by Michigan Midpack Media, the podcast that covers the Michigan cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Midpacker. I'm your host, Trevor. And this is Sheldon. And Sheldon, happy Iceman Week. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be this excited earlier in the season because it was kind of like a spur of the moment. You know, I don't mountain bike. Yeah, you don't own a mountain bike. Still don't. Still <laughs> don't own a mountain bike, but yeah, uh, Iceman fever is yeah, real. It, it yeah, it's been just creeping up, and now I'm just ecstatic for it. I hesitate to ask, but have you checked the weather lately? <sighs> I did. So <laughs> we are recording on the Tuesday before Iceman, and uh, every time I look at it, it seems a little different, but mostly, pretty consistently, it says there's going to be rain on Saturday, rain or Rain slash snow, or sleet, or whatever they call that. So the last I checked, it was Friday. Now I gotta check, because this weather has been changing pretty quickly on us. Right, and, you know, we won't know until the day of, but uh, um, it looks like it might be a true Iceman. Rain and snow. Rain and snow on Saturday morning. Yeah. Or, as they call it, a mud man. So, uh, I... It's going to be 32 degrees in the morning. Fantastic. This is the, this is the, this is cr- why it's called ice. This <laughs> is why it's called Iceman, And it's part of the charm of the, of the race itself. So. Rain or shine. Rain or, or shine. Snow, or <laughs> snow and shine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there is lots to talk about, about Iceman, but before we dig into that, you heard it at the top of this episode, a new thing we are starting. Can we call it the Dirty Chain Hotline? Is that kind of lame? Uh, no. You like that? I love it because it sounds so filthy. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Chain Hotline. We started a dedicated Google Voice line for people like you who are listening, who have experienced um, a specific race, maybe a legendary ride you have done, anything bike-related for you to call in and add your voice to this podcast. Now, uh, You don't even have to have done anything. Are you a listener? Colin, say hi. We want to hear your voice. One of the greatest things that I love, that Sheldon loves about podcasts, they're conversations. And we started this so we could have conversations with each other about bicycles. But um, Wait, I thought we did this to drink beer. And beer. <laughs> Absolutely. An excuse <laughs> to drink beer. But uh, we want to have conversations. And uh, it's it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop between Sheldon and I, these conversations. We want to have conversations with all of you. Yes, you can do that via 
uh, Instagram, via Facebook, but the thing we don't hear is your voice, and that's the beauty of um, the recorded podcasts. So, um, there'll be information about this in the notes, and we'll be plugging this throughout, but the Dirty Chain hotline, you have a race, you have something you want to talk about, call in and add your voice in to this podcast. One thing I wanted to add, and I was thinking how nervous I would be calling a number, not knowing what's going to be at the end when it starts ringing. Certainly. This is an automated voicemail system. So I'm not going to be sitting at work picking up a phone and telling you to start talking as I record you. This is, you know, you call in, uh, you'll hear Trevor's voice um, saying you've reached the Dirty Chain podcast tone you leave your message you don't have you don't have to worry about interacting with any of us yeah absolutely oh while we're on the subject of people calling in you know from hopefully around the country uh like we did for the unpaved episode that you're going to hear at the end um of this episode but uh so we get statistics on our uh listenership from uh the various forms of podcast and we have a spike in listeners from tulsa Mm mm-hmm I want someone from Tulsa to call in and just, who are you? How did you find us? Uh, you know, what kind of riding do you do? But uh, it it started, what, last week? It's probably a robot or something. Oh, can we get a robot to call? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those chat bots that, like, lure people into different social media. But uh, yeah, if you're listening, you're from Tulsa and you're the one that, or you're the, the group of people that have been listening uh call us we we want to know more about you yeah that yeah absolutely um and yeah like i said at the at the top of the episode you heard someone from unpaved his name is tim gilligan we'll talk more about that but at the end of this episode we'll string together a bunch of these uh calls um of people that had their that share their experience of um unpaved from a few weeks ago and then you can be a part of this in future episodes um, if you also call in. Speaking of future episodes, Sheldon, I ran into a couple listeners, mountain bikers. They ride with the the Epic crew yep. in, in the Lansing area. It's kind of like a mountain biking um, group. And uh, Teresa and Steve, and they... Um, they liked the podcast, but were disappointed about one thing. They they really enjoyed the pre-Margie Gessick um, podcast with Brett Miller, but they were disappointed that we hadn't done a follow-up episode with Brett Miller post-Margie Gessick. And uh, I think that was our intention all along, right, Sheldon? It, it was. We just kind of started getting swamped uh I don't think it's too late. I think maybe we should bring Brett back. Well, Brett's going to be up at Iceman. He'll be at Iceman, so maybe post Iceman we can get um, kind of a his dual recap. Yeah, sure. Um, but I think yeah, I think they're totally right. Uh, the criticism is is uh, is fair. We should have brought him back and done a proper uh, Margie post Margie episode with Brett. So um, hashtag. Bring back Brett. Oh, bring back the beard. Bring back the beard. Being br- that's really tough to say. Bring beard back. <laughs> bring beard back. New hashtag. Put it in the comments. <laughs> the people have spoken. Yeah. 
So, we'll, yeah, we'll look forward to, to talking to Brett, and uh, he's always good for a, uh, a long conversation, for sure. Oh, and he brings the best beer. That, that is uh, the Wait, most important. That's where we dropped the ball. We wanted really good beer. Why didn't we get Brett in here? Yeah. So you're over there drinking White Claw or whatever, and... Hey, not tonight. Not. I put up a sign down here that said, uh, no White Claw allowed. Um, not really, but... Uh, <laughs> no, he needs to get a nice crotcheted, uh, you know grandma crotcheted is that what it's called crocheted (laughs) (laughs) arts and crafts were not my strong suit yeah no kidding or apparently the english language (laughs) crotcheted (laughs) i would like a crocheted um i don't know it's gotta have the little cabin in the corner yeah and and just a little little picture that says uh, no 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 effing white claw (laughs) but what are you drinking uh, tonight, I am drinking a tall boy champagne of beers, the Miller High Life. See, that's appropriate. I'll allow it. Well, 24 my, ounces of the High Life, right? My, my stash kind of just was kept being pulled towards that cooler. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> um, we got to get an updated photo of this stash. We will at Ice Man. Okay. There, there'll be some good ones. Okay. It's, uh, lots of flannel, lots of stash. Is there... Um, is there any news about what's happening to the stash post Iceman? Uh, it keeps changing. You're or, not sure. Originally, I was going to shave it off right after Iceman, mm-hmm. um, but then there's no shave November, oh. so I feel like I can't shave off my facial hair for November. Well, correct. So what should you're I kind do? of in a in a, a real mustache pickle? But I kind of like the mustache. So I also bought a must- <laughs> mustache trimming kit and mustache wax. And I'm starting to love it. Well, once you go down that road, there's no turning back, I think. <laughs> it's going to be 20 years from now. Sheldon, what are you doing with the sash? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just we'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of deviated. What are you drinking? Okay, so I'm kind of the equivalent of someone that starts listening to Christmas music before Halloween right now. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> because I'm drinking uh, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale which is a holiday-specific beer, but it's probably my favorite beer. I think I like it because it's seasonal. What, what style of beer is it? it, it it's an IPA for sure. Um, it's a little darker of an IPA. It's kind of got a little more like amber in color, a little more malty base, but it's definitely a hoppy IPA. Okay. And um, every single year... I wait for Celebration to come out. And I saw it today at Horrocks, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's Celebration time. And it's not even Halloween yet. Oh, I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> no, it's it's fantastic. We have um, – actually, I have another one over here. But you have 24 ounces of the High Life right there yeah, to, I, to finish. Yeah, I, I got to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I kind of felt like we're if we're going to talk about Iceman, which we will, we should be drinking Bells. But let me tell you what, I'm going to be drinking plenty of bells yeah, yeah, don't worry. on Friday <laughs> and, <laughs> and well, Saturday. For me, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the one on Friday that's drinking way too much because I'm not racing in the morning. You're so missing work on Saturday. You're going to be just drunk up in Traverse City cheering <laughs> us on. <laughs> no, that will not that will not happen. I'll probably get fired. So on Friday, I'll get my drinking in. Saturday, back here, back to work. So are you coming home Saturday morning? Saturday morning. Okay. I, I don't know. I may have time. It, it depends on the weather. If it if if the weather's crap, total crap, um, then uh, I will not go to the starting line. But if it's 
if it's doable, then I think I might be able to see you off um, and then just roll from there. 10.30 a.m. 10.30. Yeah. That Wave should... 31. But uh, a couple more things before we get into um, Yeah, we keep getting drawn back to Iceman. Iceman. But we have other stuff to talk about. Uh, Sheldon, I received in the mail the, I think, our first dedicated Dirty Chain podcast piece of mail. Um, Wait, got it earlier? We got fan mail? It's not really fan mail. It's more of a cease and desist. uh, (laughs) (laughs) This this looks very official. (laughs) Is that a legal document? (laughs) No, 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 no. It's, um, we got... Um, some sweet stickers from Cycle Michigan. Um, they're they're a cool um, Instagram account and uh, and website where they focus on uh, different cycling opportunities in Michigan trails and such. Yeah, they're uh, you know focused here in the state of Michigan on uh, the trail conditions and uh, any trail updates. Yeah, um, from what I understand, uh, they are relaunching and they just wanted to get their name out there. So Cycle Michigan, check them out. They got a pretty sweet logo. And we will put up a picture of their their cool stickers that they sent us. So thank you, Cycle Michigan. Um, all right, this is this is cool. We I feel like we have all this business. Like we're we're a proper podcast yeah, or something. We're, we're going to need an assistant pretty soon. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Next order of business. Uh, last week, I started talking with the gentleman from the Mid Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt Podcast. Um, a podcast that is crazily similar to this podcast. It's uh, three guys. They talk about gravel, uh, gravel riding, bikes. They sit around and drink beer. And um, these gentlemen were at Unpaved and somehow... Wait, do we have doppelgangers? I don't know if they look like us. Do they sound like us? I don't know. I, is that a vocal ganger? Vocal I think you made up a word. I think I did. You need to call up Webster's. Be like, "Yo, this is mine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, trademark. Their, their their podcast is fantastic. I have since then <laughs> gone back and started listening to it. A lot of fun. Um, very similar to this. Kind of focused more in the middle Atlantic area. Yeah, it's cool. You get to listen to some races that you and I have never been to or experienced, and yeah. it's definitely piquing my curiosity on some of those East Coast gravel rides. Uh, there's a few that are definitely uh now making their way onto my list just because of listening to the podcast yeah for sure and um and so i had asked them if they would chime in because they they all of them uh raced unpaved i had asked if they would also chime in with their experience so at the end of the episode along with uh the folks that called in uh we have their experience as well and uh within that you will kind of get a feel of what the podcast is like um and uh and and then hopefully it'll pique your interest and you will go check them out so mid-atlantic gravel travel and dirt um it's brian wes and joey uh three great guys and uh a lot of fun to listen to so when I first got over tonight, uh, we, we listened to the segment that is upcoming and I have a question for, uh, for our East coast pals. How many white claws did you guys dr- down before you started recording that episode? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded like, or that segment, Yeah, it that sounded segment. Like they were a little loose, but, uh, I don't know. They seem like real men, unlike us wimpy Michiganders oh, yeah. and I, I feel like they're drinking proper beers. I feel like if we do have a meetup eventually, 
they're gonna just drink us under the table <laughs> <laughs> those sound like fighting words actually uh i'm a professional and uh, <laughs> i'm just gonna I'll, I'll 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 hold your you know towel <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to call michiganders uh wimps i was just calling you sheldon a, oh, uh, a, a wimp because you you are the the culprit that drinks white claw <laughs> bringing everybody down <laughs> i'm sorry michigan <laughs> you should i'm sorry michigan <laughs> okay <laughs> all right back to iceman week um so what is your what's your schedule when are you heading up there so heading up at 7 8 a.m on friday okay i'm actually taking thursday and friday off of work um Kind of getting stuff ready on Thursday, yeah, had, maybe getting a ride in or something. A good, good stash of PTO left to to burn. I figured this was a good weekend. To uh, yeah, definitely. Have a nice four day weekend. You still taking the dogs up? I am. Oh man, both of them, and they're they're taking their winter coats. My 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 badass <laughs> Melanois are <laughs> gonna have to wear their uh, their winter coats because it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold. Yeah, and they don't have long hair. No, so. they're they're definitely designed for warmer warmer weather. Yeah. Um, especially Krager. Krager's old now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you're heading up Friday morning, taking the dogs. Yep. And uh, and get, get up there, get the hotel room. Okay. Um, and I and I, I'm gonna head up a, just a little later in the morning, but should still be morning. Yep. And then hopefully we were tr- gonna try to get in. Uh, yeah, we're gonna meet up with uh, our friend Sean Kickbush. Um, he's a mountain bike racer from up in that area. Owner of Brew. Traverse City. If you've ever been to Traverse City, right in the kind of the heart of the, the right downtown, yep. great place to get coffee and a beer. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we'll meet up with him, do a little bit of riding, weather dependent, and um, and then then yeah, then just kind of hang out that day and get ready for your expo. Yep. Um, we will both be there. We will both be in our dirty chain podcast hoodies, mm-hmm. and we want everybody listening to know. Come up and say hi. Yeah. Uh, we'll be the two annoying guys in the hoodies. We'll probably have a microphone with us, and you can come and uh, and say hi. Hopefully, we'll get to see Are we allowed you. to drink at the expo? Uh, most definitely. Bells is there. Okay. So like we will pouring be, beers. So we will be the guys with beers and a microphone. Well, it's it'll be really easy. I mean, if, if you don't see the hoodie, just look for a dude with a huge annoying mustache <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then an awkward white guy, and then that's that's us, right? You're only awkward when a camera comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you stop mid sentence, like you see a camera, it's like awkward face. Yeah, it's 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 you know, it. I don't know, it's a curse, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we will of course be at the expo, and and yeah, excited to uh, get to talk with all of you and maybe some of the uh, other people at the specific booths, and yeah. So Sheldon, we talked about the weather. I mean, I know you have no other bike choice. You have no other tire choice. But what is going through your mind if it just turns out to be a muddy mess or a snowy mess? Um, how are you going to approach the day? Probably with a shot of whiskey in the morning. Oh, that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's really crappy. Uh, have fun. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing else I can do at this point. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm at the max tire size, max uh, lug size. I can I can fit on that frame. So if it's uh, if it's damp and hard packed, go out to race. If it's super muddy, 
go out to have fun. Yeah. I mean, you won't have a drivetrain. To gunk up. No. To gunk up. Yeah, I'm running my 4216 mm-hmm. gearing. Uh, that's proven to be uh, pretty good. Pretty good on hills. So Cool. I'm optimistic. Oh, I put new bar tape on. Oh, you did? What a... Uh... Bite bright 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 obnoxious pink did you take a picture of it yeah i put it on uh instagram today you, how did i miss that i saw your bike but i i'll have to because i didn't put a focus on the bar tape but if oh. you look at it you can see the bar tape well, so i went with, i went with my classic lizard skins that's kind of what i run on mm-hmm. most of my bikes um except for road road i usually run physic has a pretty nice tape um but uh yeah that came in yesterday yeah, last night I put it on. Yeah, it's some comfy tape, too. Oh, it's their 3.5. Super squishy. It um, doesn't last as long as, like, I, I I usually wear it out after, like, 2,000 miles, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't hold up nearly as well, but in that 2,000 miles, it is comfy tape. Um, And then, what are you planning in terms of... Uh, 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 kit wise staying uh, warm oh you, you really wanted to get to that didn't you <laughs> well i don't know if we should uh um really divulge what you you are uh let's leave it as a surprise okay sure sure because sure. i haven't even fully decided on the lower section there's that, going to be a lower section well <laughs> <laughs> you know you know the bright pink banana hammock <laughs> oh yeah the speedo's coming out oh the speedo's coming out <laughs> Good. I thought this was family appropriate. <laughs> well, uh, I think the Iceman's supposed to be family appropriate, so they might kick you out. <laughs> Sheldon's first and last Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> Sheldon, why did you DNF? Well, oh, speaking of DNFs. Speaking of DNF, that's a good... So before we get to the, the DNF, um, again... Uh, hopefully we'll see you all up in Traverse City and Kalkaska. If you are listeners, we would love to say hi. Um, we want to meet our Michigan Midpack family. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And unless um, you're from Ohio, we don't want to meet you. From <laughs> <now>. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, so hope hope to um, uh, see you all up in Traverse City. To the DNF. To the DNF. Um, Let's start with yours because yours was on a positive note. I kind of want to. I don't know. You you had a a great race. Your day started before my day. My day was terrible. This is so. (laughs) This is. We will now start talking about um, Sheldon and I both raced last weekend at the Lowell Classic 50, Lowell 50 Classic, whatever it's called. Um, It's Fall Classic. classic, Because they do a spring and a fall. They do a spring and a fall. course. Same exact course, um, and I mean, it is the last gravel race I think of the season. Yep, it's not so. It's not part of the gravel race series, but it's next year. The fall is so yeah. they rotate back and forth which ones in the race series. Uh, so this year it was the spring was in the race series, and you and I both raced it, yeah. and it went really well. It did go well. It was really fast. Um, I mean, on on paper, I guess. Uh, the fall one wasn't part of the series, but no. I noticed no difference between no, same thing between um, between any of them, and uh, and it was kind of a last minute decision for myself. 
um, and for you. We yeah. both kind of signed up on the same day. Yeah. Um, Last the, day of registration. Yeah, if the weather looked <laughs> terrible, then I wasn't going to do it because it wasn't worth it. But uh, we had – it was chilly, but we had some decent weather. Um, so we both decided to race. I did the, uh, the normal thing and drove to the race in a warm vehicle. You probably had breakfast. Ate breakfast before and uh, got there and did the normal – normal uh pre-race preparations um sheldon how did you begin your race day well so it all started late on friday night oh yeah pre- yeah the, yeah so we went to uh our local brew pub ozones mm-hmm. uh, a couple of our teammates including you trevor yep and we're there a little later than i was hoping I think we closed out. I don't think we're that late. It makes for a better story, though, if you want to say that. It was late. It was late. It, it was late, and we were there for a while. And drank a and few. And probably had more beers than you should pre-race. on. Yeah, pre-race. <laughs> and they were all strong. We were drinking their, like, their fall pumpkin beer. No, and you were. I don't, I'm not. I was drinking the session, you drinking? Oh, the session drinking, beer. Oh, yeah. I, was, I drank a stout. And, yeah. Oh. So, uh... My alarm went off at 5 a.m. Because? Because I was riding out to Lowell. And, um, and it you're is riding out with Tristan. With Tristan who wanted Smith, it. yeah. Was it his idea, your idea? So he had reached out to me, and I, uh, you and I had actually discussed me possibly riding out. I was very up in the air about it. And Tristan messaged me while we were at the bar. He said, what are your plans for Lowell? How are you getting there? So I said, well, I'm thinking about riding out. And he was like, all right, I'll ride out with you. <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm sitting there with like my fifth beer thinking, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, now you had to. Now I'm like, oh. Now you can't I was just... really hoping he'd be like, oh, do you, you want to ride out together? <laughs> Some like yeah. thinking car ride. Um, so so how um, so how many miles is it from... 61 miles. 61 miles from Lansing to Lowell. From my house to the start line. Okay. And uh, so you start at 530. It's yep. cold. It's dark. It was 28, 29 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark, cold. I was very, very hungover. <laughs> so, I was not. I, I, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so I also did not eat any food. Zero, no food, no breakfast, no breakfast at all. I didn't have anything for breakfast. So you just went out. I mean, you th- at that time, you thought that your day would consist of sixty. How many? How many miles? Uh, we were looking. What, what's the? What was the? One hundred seventy. One hundred seventy miles total. Total. Um, and in the middle of there would be kind of a a a, race. a sprightly <laughs> race pace. I wasn't expecting to compete in the race. Sure, but it, but you would have gone faster Fast. than keyword there would have would have. <laughs> so, so very key phrase. So I get there um, probably a little over an hour before the race starts. I I get my number. I do a little warm up. And I'm looking around. I think I texted you. You did text me. It came across in my Garmin, but uh, yeah, I couldn't stop riding because we were very behind schedule yeah and i i didn't see you didn't see you and i i honestly i was like they may not even i figured you were on your way to lowell but then i was really afraid you weren't going to get there in time uh for the race start i I got my packet and number 10 minutes before start 
did they let you? I thought they closed it. No, they, yeah, they let me. They, I got in there, got my got my number on. Um, so I was lined up probably like you were ready twelve to... minutes before. So I kept looking back, looking back for the orange, and finally I saw you. And um, so I was like, "All right, well, he made it here." So unfortunately, I left my house with three baby food packets. Have we really gotten into the baby food thing? Like why you eat? Because it's amazing. It covers all the bases. But it's, they're like 60 calories. You carry like a big, a lot of volume of food and you're only getting 60 calories per packet. Well, I usually shop for the ones that are like 80 to 90. Split pea and like uh, spinach and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, is that one liver? <laughs> no, uh, I, I aim for like beets, bananas, blueberries. Okay. Um, and a lot of them that I buy are like either between 80 and 90 calories per okay. packet. So not too bad. I it, mean, it's, still it's about, low, it's about but... the, about a, like a goo. Except yeah, but a goo chilling. is so small. A goo <sighs> is, a goo is over a hundred calories. Yeah, but there's just more this... to baby food. It's not just calories. There's. The vitamins and the vitamins. It's, it's, it's very balanced. Don't you know I have like a diet that I have to maintain? Yeah, your figure of pizza. <laughs> yeah, and, <beer. laughs> and white claw <laughs> combos. Um, uh, Haribo. Yeah, with the, on our table right now is Haribo. There's almost almost every time we do this, you bring over gummy bears. <laughs> Gas station food cyclist would be so proud of me. <laughs> um. So anyways, you don't, you, you, so I have 240 calories, 240 calories total, total and with no breakfast, no breakfast. Did you consume all those calories before you got to Lowell? Every single one was gone when I got to the start line. How are you feeling at the beginning? Were you absolutely terrible uh, even before the race started? So about maybe five to 10 miles before we got to Lowell, I, I had my, uh, Ninja Turtle gloves on, you know, those winter cycling gloves that oh yeah like that like ninja turtle hands so i had those on so i couldn't get my baby food packets out of my uh jacket so i ended up having to stop and take it and i ate yeah. ate all my baby food all at one because i was my stomach was grumbling just in one like sitting. i was just i was i was did uh did tristan burp you after you had your baby food packets? <laughs> he has experience he just had another kid oh you're right <laughs> <laughs> he's a great burper <laughs> Um, so you were nursed, and then you had uh, your baby food I packets. I my nap. Where's got, my blanket? You got a nap. <laughs> so I ate all my calories 10 miles before I even got there. My stomach was grumbling. I was kind of like, kind of that pre-bonk that like you just know you're in a bad situation. Uh-huh. Really. So when we got to the lodge, I was really hoping they were going to have the donuts out already, even though that's usually an after-race thing. Sure. And... Got there, got my number, looked around. There was nothing yet. Yeah, they had like black coffee. Yeah, and that probably would not have helped. No. Yeah. So I got to the start line. My stomach's kind of growling still. Mm-hmm. I'm just downright hungry. Yeah. And I'm just thinking in my head, I should get off the start line. Like I'm like, this is this is so terrible right now. So the start, we go neutral out for the first you know mile or whatever and it was maybe i don't even think 20 15 miles into it and i was just cooked my my, oh my head was spinning i was starting to get the vertigo feeling and uh when we got to the split for the 33 to the 50 i just kept going to the 33 Uh i was like i just need to get back like i'm 
everything hurts. My, I think I was down to like 15, 16 miles an hour at this point. Oh, so I, yeah, I didn't even know you. So you went the 33 route. I, yeah. When I got there, I was, I, I, as soon as I saw that sign, I was like, yeah. it's quicker. I gotta get, I gotta get yeah. out of this. And then I think I went another 10 miles. I think I had, I think it was about five miles left to go ish mm-hmm. ballpark. And all of a sudden, full bonk. Couldn't turn my pedals. I was going 11 miles an hour on oh flat ground. Goodness. And I was, my hands were shaking. And then uh, there's this gentleman, uh, Tim, he races for Clark Logic. He and I have raced in a few other races, like uh, Uncle John's together. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and he's behind a pickup. The pickup's on the side of the road. And I ride up, and I just go, is this... Is this the DNF mobile? <laughs> <laughs> he had broken his chain. He's getting in. This was just a good Samaritan. I didn't know this at the time until like I was in this bed of this pickup. It, was it, just, had, it, was it had nothing to a, do with the nothing, nothing to do with the race. With no, they were on a color tour drive, and this person just offered to pick up Tim, and I'm just delirious basically at this oh, point. So yeah. I went to put my bike up in, and Tim had to help me up. I I was struggling to pick up my bike. Oh my goodness! And so we got in the bed of this pickup. I think that's just because your bike is so damn heavy. I mean, Not anymore. New wheel set. Yeah, it's but it's still it's pretty still heavy. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm just sitting in the back of this pickup, and I turn to Tim. I go, "Do you have any food?" And he had a he had a goo, uh huh, or a gel of some sort, and and I ate that gel that he gave me, and basically for the rest of the drive, just sat there with my head just uh, like. I, I was struggling to just keep normal thoughts going. Um, we got did it the finish. You were there. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm going to chime in here because um, my race was pretty uneventful. But you did well. I did well. And I, uh, I positioned myself at the front of the start and just stayed at the front the entire time. And... And yeah, I mean, I felt pretty good the in, the whole way. Um, I didn't do a lot of work up at the front, but there seemed to be like, as these races go, people are playing these games and people are trying to get away and then reel them back and they won't let some people. And I wasn't part of any of that. And I just like, I didn't feel like other people were doing work. I didn't feel like I needed to do work. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was um, just hanging on people's wheels though. Um, I felt okay about where I was and just kind of hung out there and... Um, I really had zero expectations for this race. I just kind of wanted to go out and do it. Um, but I was hanging with the front group. We, I even had to a point we got to like 10 miles out. And again, no expectations. I didn't really care about how I finished. And there was a little breakaway and I thought, eh, why not? So I, so I closed the gap to get to the breakaway and just hung out with them for a little bit until we were um, swallowed up by the, by the group. But at this time, I think... There were two people away already. So yeah, Yankus and Yankus, off. and this other guy um, wearing an IU jersey. I forget his name, but uh, they were already gone. So then it was just this group, and the, and so just hung out there, finished tenth overall, third age group. I didn't realize I was third age group, and I think I missed, missed a, podium a podium picture, man. <laughs> like, um, and I'm gonna blame you for that yeah. because yep. so okay, so we roll back. <laughs> I finish. And um, I'm done. And then I see I had a text from Sheldon. And I was like, that's weird. He's texting me from the race itself. Like, he must have just... And he's like, can you drive me back to Lansing? And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. He must not be having a good day. (laughs) 
And I said, yeah, <laughs> Little sure. did you know how bad my day had been. Well, I didn't even know that you were... DNF'd? D- yeah, I thought you were still on the, the race course. Um, and then you're like, I'm in the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen you uh, so shelled. I don't know what the word is to use. Like I felt awful. <laughs> you're, you looked blue. You look like a corpse. <laughs> and and you were in there, I mean, probably huddled around the fire because they had yeah. a big roaring fire. Oh, but my, you were, my metabolism couldn't even keep me you warm. You were freezing cold. And and you were trying to be like, you weren't pushy about anything, but you're like, oh, yeah, I just don't feel So can we go load up the bikes? <laughs> and about, we were talking with Are you uh, about ready to go? They're like, and I'm like, yeah, chill. I just finished, man. I want to eat a eat a donut. And they're like, they're bringing out beers and fine. Sheldon will leave. And um, I ruined Trevor's day. <laughs> no, no, no. We would have, I would have left because I had to get to work anyways. And I probably wouldn't have stuck around for the, the podium pictures because uh, they're usually a little bit later. And at that time, I it said on the, the thing that I, I had fourth in my age group. So whatever. Um, but it turned out I had third. But, uh, but, I had a good race, and uh, I don't know how. I think it took me a good hour to stop shaking. It was probably the warmest car ride <laughs> I've ever had. Like you had it blasting the entire I, way. I back. couldn't warm up, um, so I didn't start to feel normal until about five p.m. on Sunday. Really, I just felt like. Yeah, it wasn't quite like the hangover feeling. It was almost like having the flu. So I think it's a little interesting because both of us went into... Granted, I did things a little better at the beginning <laughs> than you did. But, a, a um, little. I, I feel like both of us didn't really have big expectations for the, no, for the race. I mean, obviously, if you're going to sandwich the race in between these 260-mile um, to, and, to and from, you're, you weren't too worried about the race itself and and what it could do or you had no expectations and and neither did i i kind of went into it last race i i had my big race earlier so there was this last race just to kind of taper down your season exactly and um so here we have the two opposite ways that that can go either it can totally explode and um almost kill you (laughs) or i uh, felt like i was gonna die yeah i seriously just you looked awful i honestly <laughs> awful or it goes it swings the other way and with a new podium with no expectations then then you can have a great race and podium um but yeah here's the big difference i ate breakfast in the morning <laughs> well and so taking 240 calories normally on so i i, I do do quite a few big rides and no, like in normally in like a hundred to two hundred mile ride, I would say, hundred and seventy to maybe two hundred calories an hour mm-hmm. is kind of what I aim for. In five and a half hours, I had two hundred forty calories. Yeah, I had. I didn't doubt that you could do the distance. Oh no, like one hundred seventy is really not. I mean, it's 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 a, big, a, it's a day. It's but. a big day. But if it's split up, you get there, you have half an hour to an hour. Then you do another leg. Then you have some more time where you're eating donuts and things like that. And then you have another leg. Then that makes the distance a little different. Although, why why would you do this the week before Ice Van? I don't understand. I, don't know. I just I just wanted to do something yeah, fun. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I get it. Um, Ice Van's such a different thing. It's just it's all it's out all fast the whole yeah. time. 
Um, uh, no, I'm not going to be hungover for Iceman. Trevor, that's what, tre- Trevor's going to be at the beginning. That's what you say. I'll be hungover for Iceman, but I won't be racing. So I'm, I actually want to do Iceman. Well, I mean, if it turns out it's really crappy weather, I might have a few extra beers. Bef- extra beers before? Wait, what? Oh, both. Oh, but bef- like the de- the night before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a ten thirty start for you. I mean, it's not like you're getting up at five thirty in the morning and no. go get go get yourself some continental breakfast. <laughs> go make yourself a Eat Belgian waffle. <laughs> Eat some oatmeal. <laughs> Actually, consume calories. Uh, Fruit Loops in one of those little boxes. Oh, I love those. <laughs> Every time I get those, it makes me think about like up north when I was a kid. You would have Fruit Loops. Uh, yeah, out of the little boxes. Out of the little boxes. Would your parents not let you have Fruit Loops when you were a kid? No. Why? I don't know. Like that's like a very sugary oh. cereal. I mean, Rachel doesn't allow me to have Fruit Loops right now. <laughs> Is that why you like sneak them in your car? I I do have a box of Fruit Loops in my car. I'm so gonna narc on you. <laughs> no, uh, my cereal of choice is uh, um, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks, like, love, what are they? Love it. It's just cinnamon, right? There's no apple in it. Yeah, like, but it tastes amazing. Um, no, my cereal of choice is Honey Bunches of Oats, but I think it's basically you are such an adult. No, I think it's the adult version of Frosted Flakes. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's like sugary, yeah, flavorful, it's and it's basically Frosted Flakes. I'm so glad you didn't say like grape nuts. Oh no, that's that, that's hamster food. <laughs> I mean, if I <laughs> when I need to be, what is that? <laughs> when I need to be regular, I like to uh, eat grape nuts. I, I have no idea. They're not nuts or grapes. It's just crunched up like brown cardboard. <laughs> I I do not understand it. It's it's like something your parents ate for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, like shredded wheat and grape nuts. Um, Actually, when I was a kid, we always had grape nuts in the house. And I remember whenever I ate it, I had to put like three like teaspoons worth of sugar, sugar in it. Just so just it's like palatable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it goes from like, it's weird. It goes from too hard to eat. Like it's going to shatter your teeth mm-hmm. and there's no in between. It goes from that oh, to mush. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're like stirring it. You're like, oh, it's still too hard. You're like cracking your teeth, trying to eat it. And then like all of a sudden, like your next bite's like. Oh, it's sludge. <laughs> it's like an avocado that's that's not ripe and not ripe, and yeah. then it's rotten. <laughs> yeah, it's just more or the other. There's no. But no any of these things, any of these foods, Sheldon, would have helped if you would have <laughs> ate them before your Lowell race. You could have had grape nuts. You could have had Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks. Hell, a leftover pizza. What a leftover you? pizza. Any of these things. Yeah. Um, so. But so you'll do better. Yeah. I know you'll do better. Yeah. It 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 was you know one of those. I, I made my own bed kind of thing. Like, I, and I, I'm experienced enough to know, like, as soon as we were rolling, I was like, uh, like, I, but when we were riding, I thought we had a little more time to spare. So I was thinking cast station, grab mm-hmm. some granola mm-hmm. bars, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you were just strapped for time. Well, it, it was about halfway through. We were in like the kind of the Ithaca or uh, not Ithaca, Ionia yeah. area. And that's when we realized... Were you taking the the path? No, we just took gravel roads. Okay. Um, Man, the path is really good, though. I know, but that would have added a lot of mileage. If you would. You You had to go up north. north, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the... Oh, man. South of there is just, like, in the middle of cornfields, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, when we started to realize our time crunch, that's where, like, reality set in for me of, 
I'm so screwed. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to get food. Yep. And then that's when I was like banking on the donuts. I was yep. like, oh, please have the donuts there. And when I walked in that building to get my packet and there were no donuts, I should have just not raced. Didn't they? There, I think there was like a, uh, oh, I don't know if it was goo or hammer. I think it was hammer. Um, little fizzy thing you could have put in your bottle. Oh, I had for well, so, like twelve calories. Well, I had fizz in my water bottles. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, fizz is sodium. Yeah. Not there. There's no true calories, yeah. at least in effect of what your body's gonna need. Yeah. So yeah, it just turned into uh, every step of the way on Saturday just kept getting in the wor- in the wrong direction, and I was just like, I'm so screwed. Yeah, as we were reflecting on this on the ride home. Um, I don't. I hardly remember the right. <laughs> I remember McDonald's. Yeah. Um, yeah, you needed food right away, and it didn't matter what kind no, of food. So we got McDonald's. Food. <laughs> um, no, but we uh, we were saying uh, you make all the mistakes, so we don't have to. <laughs> so that's like I think it's one of the the beautiful things about the Dirty Chain podcast. We just listen to the mistakes you make, so we don't have to make the mistakes in the future. Oh, Sheldon, you have a two hundred mile gravel race. Let's go do six hundred and fifty miles a week before. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do. I don't know if you ever told that story. Oh, that is pre podcast. Yeah, but that's 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 a new that's, a, that's for another time. So over the winter, we have a few ideas lined up for uh, episodes throughout the winter. But I I imagine we're gonna have a few that are gonna consist of reflection. Ooh, yeah, some reflection, so, uh, some seasonal reflection. Yeah. So, regardless, our Lowell experiences couldn't <laughs> <Opposite>. be <laughs> more different. But uh, hey, I had a great day. I, I have no complaints. Yeah, home. <laughs> my 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 complaint is Sheldon kept me from a podium picture, which it was a big age group too. It was thirty to thirty nine. That's a big yeah. It's a big age group to. Um, it would have been me. I feel like Yankus. I feel like this is another dude hang over my head for. <laughs> oh yeah, you you owe me a podium. You owe me a podium. I'm gonna be doing a lot of domestic work for you. Yeah, for sure. Go get me a bottle. <laughs> hey. I have helped you with yeah, bottles. You, okay. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, Next time you drop a bottle, I'm just going to look at you and be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Should have brought three. <laughs> so as we're wrapping up the experience that we had at Lowell, as we're closing this episode, we want you to hear the experience that people had at Unpaved Pennsylvania from a few weeks ago. We want to thank all of those who called in to share that experience with us, but more importantly, with all of you. So thank you to Tim Gilligan and Jesse Stoffer. They're both Philadelphia-based racers. Jenny Acker, Michigander uh, from Grand Rapids. The Mid-Atlantic uh, podcast crew, Brian, Wes, and Joey. Um, bolt cutter athlete Michael Nunez from Salt Lake City. And my big brother Brady from Philadelphia. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your experience. For all the rest of you, we will see you in Traverse City as we get dirty, get muddy. <laughs> get during, cold. <laughs> get cold, yes. Maybe so, get drunk. Uh, I will be getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, keep your chain clean. But get your chain dirty. See you in the mid-pack. Trevor Gibney, hey, this is Tim Gilligan. Uh, you probably don't remember me because you were 
uh, wearing your Dirty Chain podcast outfit and that made you pretty much celeb-like and people were coming up to you introducing yourself and I was probably one of many doing that. Um, so I am in Philadelphia racing with QCW Cadence and I did the unpaved 120 and it was a fantastic day. A um, couple of things, you know, uh, coming from a road racing background, this is my first gravel uh, experience. I literally bought a gravel bike, adventure bike, I don't know, a week and a half prior to this event. And so this was my first foray. And uh, overall, culturally, the vibe, everything was just absolutely fantastic, right? Everything a race should be, it just was something that was, enough of a race to make you feel like you were racing, but at the same time, um, you know, if, if you didn't finish uh, one or two spots behind Ted King, you weren't too worried about it because it was just a lot of fun. Um, so great day, great culture, uh, and candidly, uh, I didn't experience anything like it where there was no violation of rule number one at unpaved, which is very unfamiliar coming from a road racing background where that rule tends to be violated on a daily basis. Speaking of violated, uh, hey, look, that, that got stand section, that was a tough one, tough, tough, tough. I'm pretty sure at one point the uh, got stand section caused my saddle to impregnate me, um, so I'm still waiting on test results there. Uh, but that was so tough. It took me a long time to get down there. Um, and I was uh, having some choice words for, for Dave Pryor and company for putting that section in there. But candidly, once you were done, it was like, oh, wow, that was cool. Can't wait to come back and do it again next year and see if I can beat my time. So overall, just culturally and the vibe and, and the overall atmosphere uh, was just really fantastic, man. So um, that that's the number one thing I would put out there for all, all the – all of your listeners. Thanks again and, and uh, great podcast. Hey Trevor, this is Buttcrack Jenny, Jenny Acker, uh, first time caller, long time listener, except only just one episode so far, but it's been awesome. Just chiming in about the unpaved Pennsylvania race the other day, or last weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, I loved it. I had such a good time. There was such an awesome vibe. Uh, the women were super, really, super friendly. I encountered a couple just straight off the bat, and they were awesome. They thought I was crazy for doing it on a single speed, but I was just going to go for it. And I actually um, encountered a lady named Renee who was doing it on a road bike, so I thought she was more badass than me. And uh, the climbs were tough, but really beautiful. The gravel was hard packed. And the thing that I really recommend everybody try if they want to do it next year, the aid stations were amazing. Such good food. There's a couple people there that made the best aid station food ever, and I had such a good time. Can't recommend it enough. The people are awesome, and the hills are tough, but they're doable, and yeah, do it on a single speed. Rock on. Thanks. Bye. So our perspective of Unpaved, I mean, it was kind of like, for me... It was a culmination of... Brian's uh, not following instructions very well. No. It was a culmination... You're supposed to do some voicemail. Call. No, I'm going to cut it out. I'm on the Five, eight, seven. I'm going to cut it out and send it to him. I'm going (laughs) to edit it out. I know how to do that. How long have you had that redshift, Tim? So, about seven weeks now. (laughs) 
my my it, it was a culmination of a and I had a really good line that I was going to deliver. You culmination. You said it five culmination times. Culmination. Call. Call. It was a culmination. Them. <laughs> call them. Culmination <laughs> of a season long love affair with Dave Pryor that Wes had. <laughs> Well, don't get me you wrong. Know, I was getting ready to slip in Dave's name because I, we haven't heard in a while. I've said Dave like 10 times. I know, no, but throughout this episode. I mean, don't I've get me wrong. Dave. I love Dave. Dave's great. I don't know if Dave likes me after that weekend, <laughs> but Dave's a fantastic man. No, it really was. For me, it was. Like also, I said, we're making our own podcast. We've been working on it. It was a culmination. You and Dave? Yeah. Oh. I don't think you lack the skills. <laughs> Dave does. We can we can at least talk into a box, record it until we can hire somebody to put it on the internet. Man will pay you five dollars to sing into a can. Um, <laughs> well, that was a movie reference. Anybody? Oh boys, we're out now. There we go. Turning me into horny code. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, this is just like I am a man. This episode has gotten out of control. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Was it really was for me? We talked to Dave like so much during the course of the season, and then to actually get there at the event and meet people and talk to people it was just sort of a magical whirlwind weekend for it's like a tinder date gone right yes that is a fantastic way to put it so what do you oh, get that'd be a good That's, episode too that'd be a title. good title tinder date joy went all the way home <laughs> so anybody else, anybody else want to add like a little quick snippet for trevor for no know? i'm gonna leave him a voicemail i don't know it was just okay. like a it was i don't know i work in the bike industry so doing other bike things sometimes is not my favorite thing to go do mm-hmm. but sometimes i like fun. to yeah it was like i went there and i felt like it was on vacation like, you go there, you meet like-minded people. You know, so I have to talk about bikes the whole time. Nobody was like, well, I ride this version of DI2, but I didn't update the other derailleur, so it does this feature. It was like, I don't really give a shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like, did you have fun or not? Where are you from? Let's let's hang out. Have a beer. Yeah. And assault you know? Ted King. And that's, <laughs> With yeah. whoopie pies. Yeah, whoopie pies and Ted King. Like, I mean, it was it was a good time. You know, right, like, right, I, right, right. you know, even though I, I work bikes every day, all yeah. day. I had an awesome time there, and it hey, was that, it was relaxing. A, that is a great endorsement right there. Yeah. I, I think that one is going to resonate well, and I don't know that many people are going to come at it with that perspective. Um, Man, you could go to a bar and had a beer with Mike the Kid. Mm-hmm. You can't just do that. And all and think about it. All those people do that all day long, too. Like, all that salsa crew. Yeah. And they were all excited to be there. They were all excited to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like anybody was like, well, I guess I'll have this conversation because I'm getting paid to have this conversation. No, you know, it, it felt genuine and it genuine. felt like genuine and there's passion. There. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody was excited there. about what they were doing. You know, there was there was nothing about it that felt like it was staged or that it was pushed. Yeah. You know, and I think that really hits home. Hi, Trevor. This is Chassis Stauffer to let you know how unpaid went. And yes, uh, so I'm from Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania, which is just south of Lewisburg, about 15 minutes. So this is my uh, hometown gravel race, if you would say. Um, yes, so my favorite memory of the race has to be the whole race itself, but maybe I'll narrow it down to visiting with the uh my fellow gravel enthusiasts after the race so yeah i would say that's uh about what i narrow it down to michael nunez unpaved pennsylvania uh man that race was absolutely incredible i uh 
don't really have a way of pinpointing a single memorable moment since it, the entire experience was just completely mind-blowing. I actually just signed up for the race mainly because I wanted to get back to Pennsylvania where I went to boarding school and take advantage of some fall colors and just thought it might be kind of fun little adventure. And when I got there, it was just incredible how cool everybody was. And I think that was probably the best part of the experience was the people. And I honestly have never had so much fun riding 120 miles in my life. I got done and yeah, my legs hurt and maybe my hands a little bit, but I just have so many awesome memories uh, from all the conversations I had during the race, after the race. I mean, even now, like reading the Facebook posts, uh, the whole experience was just absolutely incredible. I, I can't imagine uh, another race able to top it, but I definitely have caught the bug. Uh, you know, this year was my first year doing gravel racing after years of racing off-road triathlon and, um, you know, road bikes and, you know, mountain biking and whatnot. But, um, I'm, I'm super looking forward to doing this race again and, uh, many other gravel experiences. So, uh, this one definitely catapulted me into, uh, another year of an adventure. So hopefully I see all the dirty chain guys out there again. And, uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for helping, uh, make my experience even just a little bit more memorable. Hey, my name's Brady. I just did the unpaved of the Susquehanna Valley race, the full 120. My favorite part of the race was doing the first 40 miles with my little brother and then watching him ride away on the second big climb. It was fun to see him on form and going fast. Thanks.